Y'all rolling dice today. <laughs> you gonna learn today? You gonna learn today? <laughs> you ready? Yep. Yeah. Whoa! Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. Don't look now because it's a podcast, so you couldn't look anyways, but we're all in the studio. Did you think hard about that one? It's been a minute. It's been several minutes. Several minutes. Jen, welcome back from vacation. Thank you. How was it? It was really good to get away and like not check my email, but I injured myself. <laughs> nice. Well, is that your story, or can I ask you off the no, top? No, I just, turns out I'm not good at walking, and just, I walked too much, and I hurt my foot, and I'm going to the doctor today. You pulled a oh Chris Young. God. This happened to Chris Young. Did you see about this? Mm-mm. Okay, so Chris Young went for a run in Nashville, and he posted this picture on Twitter that was like, FYI, Nashville, you need to get your side sidewalks checked, LOL. And it shows his arm. It's just got this like major road oh, rash no. on his arm, right? Nasty. Okay, so then because people are ridiculous and looking for stories, like local Nashville TV station picks it up and goes, country star Chris Young calling <laughs> on Nashville to get their sidewalks straight. And like was like a legit report. Oh, so goodness. then he has to reply like, whoa. We're going to dive into this saying. new story at 830. <laughs> Oh, well, I tripped getting out of my car today on my way to Togo's. <laughs> Amber saw it. First, he hit the curb with his car. <laughs> and then I was like, dang, dude, sick parking job. And then got out, and he, like, tripped over some pebbles. <laughs> like, it was like a whole thing. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. I just wonder what it's like to be Tanner a lot. Me too. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> Jen, are you okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Oh, I, I am, forgot. I am going to a doctor today because it hurts. I forgot Jen hurt herself. Sorry, Jen. Amber, do you have any injuries you want to share? I don't know. My my finger kind of hurts. It's like kind of red and puffy. Should I do something? Chop it off. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on what's wrong with me. So <laughs> We could do a whole podcast series on what's wrong with you. That's true. Are we talking mentally? <laughs> That's like, what I mean. With the rest of us? That would also? be a pre... The mental, mental would be the prequel season. That would be the spinoff season on FX. On FX. Well, if it's all of us, that could be like, yeah... That could be a season one for mm-hmm. mental. Jen had said in our group text that she had to go to the doctor after the episode today. And I was thinking about it, and it was like, you had a doctor's appointment, and I know I had I had one last week, and then, Amber, you have had some. And I was thinking about it, I was like, we are all so intense. We're, like, constantly, like, going to the doctor. Like, I, I feel like we all frequently are like, hey, I can't do that because of a doctor's appointment. Yeah. This is actually, like, the first time I've been to a real doctor since I got pneumonia in 2014. You got Pomona? Oh, I got it, like, three times, three years in a row. You got Pizzarone Dona? (laughs) I worked an event with pneumonia. You guys get less funny every day. (laughs) I've never had pneumonia. You don't want it. All the pneumonia I've had have been so tough, so difficult. The best pneumonias, but I've never had them. I tested positively negatively for <laughs> pneumonia. Sorry, we're in the KSRO studio. They have CNN on. I just saw the picture. Makes I, don't I was going to go to the hospital, but only because the doctors... Okay. I don't know anything about pneumonia. Just because you said it doesn't mean that it's true. <laughs> we all tell one story from behind the scenes here at the station. Of course, you have all the Froggy 92.9 air personalities right here. Woo. We always come up with an interesting way to talk about or to decide who tells their story. So how about this, since we're talking about it? Let's go by how many times you've been to the doctor this year. And I'll start. I've been one time this year. Holy moly. Does therapy count? 
Oh no! I was like every week. Dano wins. <laughs> yeah. Dano's like I've been four times this week, and it's Tuesday. I mean, like the doctor, doctor, I'm like in house like, visit. Yeah, like you okay. went to um, Bicentennial and stepped inside the Kaiser Mob One. Okay. Uh, so far zero. It'll be one today. Okay, you're at zero. I'm at one. I've been once. I would say twice. Twice, Tanner, three times. Wow, did that play out just right or what? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we go largest to smallest? So, Tanner, you've been to the doctor three times. Yeah. Hit me. What do you got? Like why I went to the doctor or? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, why you're wearing a Seattle Kraken hat. Oh, I don't know. It was a present. But it was nice. Presents. <laughs> Seattle has a hockey team. That's yeah. cool. The Kraken now. Yeah. I wish. Tanner, Tanner has wearing the hat. I'm pretty stoked about it. I wish I had one. The, right? Kraken, the Krakens is a cool name. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I honestly <laughs> just really like the hat. I'm not even really a big hockey fan. Just like the hat. It's a cool logo, too. Yeah. I got to be honest. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a big S, and there's a little I in it. That's, that's I have supposed to be no like. idea what anyone is talking about <laughs> right now. <laughs> They're going to be in the Sharks division when they have 2022. Yep, 2022. So they'll be in the Sharks division. So it's basically going to be like a big. It's going to be like Niners Seahawks, but in hockey. Oh man, can I even be a Kraken fan? Or since they, I were... mean, it's a question you should ask yourself since you live here now. But maybe anyways, that'll be maybe that'll be my topic today. I derailed I what up. you were gonna say. So oh. what's up? Your story. <clears throat> my story is so I went to the Petrified Forest over there on Calistoga Road for the first time. Yeah, and uh, I had no idea that the world's largest petrified forest was right here in Sonoma County, and I, honest to God, didn't know what a petrified forest was. I, in my mind, I thought it was going to be like glass trees or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I went in and I was like, you're telling me these are just a bunch of trees that look like rocks? <laughs> There's a whole forest of that? The thing is, is I thought it was going to be a drive through petrified forest. Like, hey, like at some the trees. redwoods. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like, I don't know, a llama or something. No. <laughs> a llama. Grab your hiking boots, everybody. You have to go on like a two mile walk. And what I was did you not do wear ready. your vans. Huh? What did you wear your vans? I did. I was wearing the exact same <laughs> shoes that I'm wearing right now, you which know, are slip on vans. <laughs> I noticed how dirty they were earlier. I was, I was, that's, I was wondering what happened there. Because of my hike through the petrified forest where there were no glass trees. Trees whatsoever. I was like, yeah, that's like a really old tree. Cool. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I just, I didn't get it. Dear listener, this is what happens when you get all four of us in a room after we haven't been together in a really long time. First off, Glass Trees sounds like a band from Vegas. Second off, Vegas. I've never, Dude. I've never, a neon tree, so that's why I thought of yeah. that. I've never actually been, to, you're talking about this. I've never been there. I've Me never been either. either. And we've both lived here our whole life. So Man. describe this cool. for me. Is this something you pay to get into? Is this a national park? Yeah, I mean, you pay twelve bucks to look at a bunch of old trees. <laughs> it's like it's like this tree is two million years old. That's cool. I can't wait to get an email from the people at the petrified forest <laughs> being offended. This sounds like outside Calistoga they have a geyser they call Old Faithful. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of just a local attraction and there's a gift shop and you pay like twelve bucks and then you go walk and sit on the bench. And a geyser goes off every 45 minutes. Is it feels kind of like that little well, uh, with like a lot less side, excitement, but I mean, sort of side <laughs> of the road. Kinda. Well, it's like yeah. my family owns the drive through tree in Leggett. So they own what? 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 You didn't know that? I what? Did, I didn't know that. <laughs> so there's a drive through tree. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I know there is. 
Your family owns it? Your family it? owns it? <laughs> well, it's Katie's family, so it's my yeah. in-law family. Okay. You so can just bro- own right. a tree? Yeah. It, yeah, and you drive through you it. You own anything. But people can wait I in buy line, a tree? <laughs> and like it's a main attraction when you're driving yeah. up north. You drive through the tree. I had no idea you had a connection to that tree. Now, granted, you've married into it. Yeah, so well, there's, this, there's a period where it wasn't a part of your life, but the, still. Yeah, at the beginning of the pandemic, we actually took a weekend and we went up and stayed on the property, and we drove all around in our golf cart and drove through the tree. Cool. And- You'd mentioned you drove through the tree, but I didn't realize it was because Katie owned it. <laughs> One day, maybe we will. No. Uh, yeah, so it's a property owned by her family for forever. God, this changes everything. Yo, Tanner, these trees look like Groot. I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> like, doesn't that look like Groot? Like, it this- looks like a dam just washed up. Like, that's all it. Yeah. I mean, I'm giving it a really hard time, but I did genuinely have a good time. I mean... It was pretty cool. Like you go on a, like a hike and you get to see uh, some peaks and stuff like that. And something I would have never done, but just on a whim, kind of went for it. As you mentioned, I thought I would drive through. So literally, yeah. Jen, it sounds like he thought he was going to drive through a rock tree. I yeah. Thought, I thought I was going to see some a glass dunk- tree. I thought I was going <laughs> to see some crazy cool stuff. And I guess I should have Googled what a petrified forest was. It's just when trees turn into rocks. That's all it is. You thought you were going to see a unicorn. I thought I was going to see a unicorn. Like in Harry Potter? Yeah, a (laughs) raccoon riding a unicorn while it's on rollerblades eating a go-gurt. That's what I thought. You thought you were going to walk into the back of a closet, open up a wardrobe, step inside, and walk into a glass forest with unicorns and frozen raccoons. I was super mad when there were no lions. (laughs) (laughs) And the only wildlife that I saw was a sign that said, caution, rattlesnakes are are near. Which, if you know me, my greatest fear is snakes. But I didn't really know what to expect. Then they had a shop at the bottom, but you couldn't go into the shop. You just had to look into one glass window into the shop if you wanted anything. COVID. Yeah, because of COVID. COVID. Okay. Yeah, but that's not, I would say that's not normal procedures for the gift shop. I I do want to say this again. I did have a good time. I'm kind of just ribbing on it a little bit i just thought we got to drive through it and i was not ready to hike you should go to the- when are you ready to hike tanner <laughs> he ran with me you heard you heard about this he ran with me no he went for a two mile run with me Ooh, and you we, didn't die we sort of got to spring lake it was I, mostly Howarth park i was nauseous for the rest of the day yeah i don't doubt that yeah also two miles so oh. you were ready you'd been training yeah. for this hike yeah to look at non-glass trees <laughs> You should go to Santa Cruz area and go to the mystery spot and pay eight dollars because yeah. that's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I've never, I, I I've never been there either. Have really? You? Yeah, you? we went. Cole and I went when we went to Santa Cruz. Like, where do we? When did we go? Does anyone know? J- July. Was it? I don't know. I don't How close was it to a doctor's appointment? That might help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th- it was very far. What is? What is at the mystery spot? I've always heard about that. Well, if I told you, it wouldn't be a mystery. Uh. A bunch of bumper stickers? Uh, yeah, basically. No, Aren't I you didn't like sideways know. or something? Yeah. So it's like weird anti-gravity situation, and they don't really know why. They kind of explain it, but then they kind of don't. It's like the the way the house is like positioned on a hill, you think you'd stand up straight, but when you're walking through the house, your body's like leaning. And it's like a whole thing, just this one area in Santa Cruz. It's like defies gravity. I don't know. It's weird. I want to go there super bad. It's on my list of things to do. I'm glad you just said that because now these two and your your comment, Jen, are like getting things going in my head of like the kind of cool non-Disneyland 
attractions that are just things in California. Yeah. Mystery Spot, Petrified Forest, Old Faithful in Calistoga, the drive through tree, that giant Paul Bunyan mm-hmm. statue thing. What, what's that? There's <laughs> somewhere up north when you go north on 101. I, it's like Arcata or one of those towns. I don't it's know Paul, if it's that far up. It's Paul from Sebastopol's profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a giant Paul Bunyan with a blue ox and That's a right giant right. axe. That's awesome. Statue. It's either like right before or right after Hopland, right? Yeah, it's somewhere in there. I yeah. can't remember. Well, exactly I know what I'm doing is. this weekend. Going statue hunting. If you head down the coast, of course, the Madonna Inn is a thing. Oh, God, I want to stay there so bad. Th- did you not end up staying there? No, we haven't. We've never gone. What's I the thought Madonna you were going to go there. It's always like one of those things that we're going to do and then something changes. We were going to go last year and then we decided to go to Maui instead. Mm. So things just change, but it's like definitely top of my bucket list is to stay at the Madonna Inn. We talked about it on a podcast episode. That was the hotel with the theme rooms, the jungle room. And and, and the uh, uh, the urinal, the rock urinal that you pee on. Yep. And then Tanner's like, ah, yes, I remember now. (laughs) And Jen, you might remember this one. It was featured in the the Pee-wee's Big Adventure movie. It was a dinosaur. Giant dinosaur uh, like a statue that had like a theater inside of it or something. Or I don't know if the theater was only in the movie and the statue. Anyways, I, I remember we drove somewhere like god awful in Southern California when I was a child to find this massive T Rex sculpture because I cool. wanted to see it from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So they're just, they're like, California is such a road state that there are these weird things. Well, and even just locally, the art down by Paradise Ridge Winery, they have the like, art drive kind of a thing that Hmm. leads up to where the property was. You can still see a handful of the pieces from the freeway. It's the love statue. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. 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 Kind of cool. Kind of neat. Yeah. Lots of interesting stuff. If you want to go look at glass trees, don't go to Calistoga road. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you were even able to get up there. That was all glass fire area. There wasn't that much burnage or anything. I saw a little bit, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Side note, my friend and I went for a run in Point Reyes this weekend, and we were we were trying to get out there, and as we are getting out there, I went, oh, we're close to the Woodward fire that was happening. Remember the Marin fire that was happening mm-hmm. during Wallbridge? He goes, Woodward fire? fire? That's the trail we're trying to run. The whole area was shut down. We ended up running wow. a different trail. But um, then when we got home, there's a Nixle alert. They're like, don't worry. Smoke seen in Marin County is a flare-up of the Woodward fire. You know from two months ago? Wow, so glad we didn't break those restrictions yes. and try to run on that trail. <laughs> Crazy times. Well, Tanner, thanks for sharing. Yeah. We're going by visits to the doctor, and uh, Amber has been two times, so you're up next. Wait, what are you guys, one? Uh, Jen is zero, and I'm one. Oh, you were zero. Okay. Uh, Story of my life. Time <laughs> I take her home. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> I nailed it. Tanner and I were talking this morning, and I thought it'd be funny to talk about as radio people. When you're on a big ensemble show, why do they have such weird names? <laughs> Producer Butthead and Mr. Frog. The the one host has like the normal name. Like Elvis Duran is like what I'm using as an example. Kevin. Like Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, hey, pork chop. Yeah, pork like <laughs> what is that about? Like why? Like why do we need these nicknames? Like Tanner was unfortunately Tanner the Millennial. Like why oh, couldn't he God. just be Danner. <laughs> like, what I is feel like that's just like an old school radio thing that 
not everyone has gotten away from. What was it, 10 years ago? Maybe a little bit longer. Everyone on Froggy had a frog name. There's a reason why Splash is Splash. He was Splash. There was... He was Splash uh, Gordon. Splash Gordon. <laughs> I'm really disappointed I couldn't be Tadpole Tanner. There was a t- Tad... <laughs> Luke Skyhopper. Luke, Luke Skyhopper. What was Doc? Oh, he he was Luke Skyhopper. He was... Okay. Did they have to say their full name every single time? Sometimes they would just, like, as hey, they started Luke. to get phased, phased out, he would say, hey, it's Luke. And then Michelle was... Cricket. Cricket. And then there was a lily pad... And oh, Rib- Ribbit Redford. <laughs> yes. These are great. <laughs> Someone asked us like one time, they're like, why don't you guys have nicknames? I was like, what? Dano's Dano? Like, what do you. <laughs> it's mean, just his mean? name and an O. Rob and Joss were Rob and Joss. I almost said Josh. <laughs> what did I call them when I first got here? Who? Bob and Ross. Bob yeah, and Ross. Bob and Ross. Who? <laughs> <laughs> she listens every I week. I don't know. I just she thought she listens it was so to funny. this podcast every week. Oh, hey. What, What's up, Joss? What Hi, I've, Josh. What I've been told is nicknames can like build like a character like essentially. A so like if it was just like and Tanner, you know, I Dano, you listen to my old radio show. You hold, you heard me have to play up the I'm a millennial character, and I did that for like four years of my life. I don't know how you did it. I think part of it is taking it way back. Let's go way pre-internet radio. If it's 1972. You literally could be an entirely different, different person. person. Yeah. You literally, I mean, because no one, then will never, I mean, face for radio, everyone jokes about that now. You can go on any web, a station's website, any personality, social media, and see their face for days. But in the, back in the day, you literally could assume a personality and be like, I am Count Dracula, and I only spin the drippingest hits on the radio. Like, you know, you could do, Scary good that could be your pills. whole thing. For me, because I'm a pretty private person in general, like the anonymity of it, uh, that's uh, sign me up. <laughs> we can change your name. <laughs> People will I know just, it's you. I've gotten used to it, but when I first got into doing the on air thing, like it was very weird for me when people would be like, oh, you're Jen, you you do Dead Guy with Robin Joss. And I'm like, I'm just trying to buy some groceries. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you step away from the stall? I'm trying to go to the bathroom. Well, it was weird because it was, it was a, <laughs> you know, it was a seven minute segment. Like, it was like, we were on for a few minutes and then we took a break and then we came back and it was, so it was like. Oh, I was about to say seven minutes, jeepers. <laughs> no, it was like two, sometimes three breaks that it was involved in. So it was just, it was weird to ever be recognized for it. Mm. So the idea of anonymity, I think is also helpful because you can go on and live your life a little bit more normal yeah. than people being like, Dano! And you're like, I'm at the doctor's office, bro. <laughs> I'm literally turning my head and coughing as you speak. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a people. camera in my throat. <laughs> a lot of people have told me, like, you know, it is a privacy thing. They want, they don't want people to know what their kids look like or. I do that. You know, you know yeah, that's a good example. But. The nicknames are weird sometimes. Like, why did you choose Butthead? Like, why did you choose Pork Chop? Like, what is that? Well, like, like, like Big Boy in L.A. There's, I don't have any problem with that. That's a decent well, nickname that you can go with. I think what, yeah, absolutely. Big Boy is like one thing, but I think what a lot of it comes from is not to get too into it, but I think a lot of you know people who hold chairs like Amber, myself, and both of you guys. I mean, we're all hosts, and an ensemble cast. Sometimes the hosts will want to put down other members of his cast or of her cast or his cast so, oh, yeah? so they don't get outshined. And so what I think a lot of it is you call them something ridiculous like pork chop because no one can respect someone named pork chop. I feel like we're getting pretty specific here. Wait, 
It, wait, someone, someone's name is Pork someone's Chop. Someone's name is Pork Chop, but I'm not talking about Pork Chop yeah. specifically. Uh, let's just say that. Or, I, I can't remember what show it is right now because I've been listening to so many lately. But I, yeah, I know what you're saying. It definitely, I, I always, I one thing that drives me nuts in radio in general is when the producers are part of the show because no one in the entire world, even radio people, know what producers actually do. So it would literally be like a, if on this podcast I called in, this is our traffic director. Our traffic director's on the show. And everyone's like, why who what does this person do what why is it well it's a traffic director all right here you go take the mic like it's such a random inside job yeah are you on the show or are you a producer well it's, i do both i do both but it's like dan patrick dan patrick show that sports show has mm-hmm. a million co-hosts and they're all like just sitting there like yeah yes dan yes okay my name's Mick Lovin. Okay, cool. Like, it's just, what do you do here? Are you, a, be a co-host or be a producer? That drives me nuts. Well, that's like Elvis Duran, which got me on this rant. I was listening to the show and I was like, Tanner, why are there a million people on a show? Like, who are all these people? And they're all in like different rooms and like some people are in their houses and some people are in the studio and some people are in the basement and then all of a sudden you got Garrett and I'm like, who's Garrett? Why is Garrett on all of a sudden? Like, and he said two words and I'm like, what was the need for Garrett when like Tanner and I do a million things on a show on our own it just blows my mind i mean i would love to be able to have you know Whoa. garrett's and tom's and billy a john's one person and, well elvis duran's also in new york city and i don't i don't know what his day-to-day looks like but it looks pretty crazy from i mean an outside view. i mean who are we to say anything these are all wildly successful radio yeah. people so congratulations to you but as listeners mm. who are also involved in radio <laughs> I don't ever want to listen to a show with more than four people, period. If I was the most successful radio host in the world, I'd probably have two, maybe three. Any more than that, it's just, it feels like you want a laugh factory in the room so everyone can be like, ah! You can literally put that on a drop, dude. You don't need. <laughs> I need those drops. Look at, the, look at the NFL. The NFL is having a masterpiece of sound design this year. There are zero fans in that stadium right. you would not know. So take Porkchop, make him a sound designer, and he can put the laughs in there. You don't have to pay for two other idiots who plug in headphones. <laughs> On the flip side of that, I do think it's cool. For example, people are super into morning shows, and you can really build a lot of cool, funny stuff out of that. So if you have Squirt the producer has a funny thing to bring to the table, Squirt the producer can. Tanner said today that if we had a producer, he wanted to name them Squirt. I was like, what? You Wait, can't this, name is, this is in the exact opposite. You flying in the face of what name, you're saying you want. You can't name someone this. Wait, squirt? what? You can totally he's, name someone Squirt. He said he didn't want to. No, he said he wanted a producer. No, we're saying why do you give people silly names? And then you're saying if you could have a producer, you'd give him a silly name. Just because the name Squirt makes me laugh. See? <laughs> this is the problem. This is how it starts. The problem is Tanner can't pick a side on anything. No. Amber, do you have one name from a host that drives you nuts? Not you that want, I can think, do you want to not, say out not, loud? Not that I can now think of commit. it. No, not that I can think of. But. Oh, I, I did want to say before I was Tanner the Millennial, I was Tanner the Intern, then Tanner the Intern Millennial, then Tanner the Millennial. So that bothers go. me. That's yeah, exhausting. That, that one bothered me because he's not even a Millennial. No, I'm Gen Z. <laughs> Made no sense. <laughs> are you? Yeah, technically. He's right, right on the line. Yep. Mm, I think we are too. We're technically Millennials. That's what I mean. But you're, in my opinion, Millennial, if you ever picked up a corded phone, and knew a time without the internet, you're not a millennial, period. There it is. If you were alive when Ronald Reagan was alive, (laughs) you're not a millennial, period. I can agree with that, actually. Who was the first president you guys remember being president when you were kids? 
I feel like that's extremely defining. Clinton. H.W. Bush. <laughs> yeah, probably. W. Bush. For yeah, me. Yeah, wow. Well, you're 12. Yeah. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. No, Clinton. Yeah, the first one I really remember. Speaking of which, my yeah. story's about the election. <laughs> Who are you voting for? No. Well, Amber. Amber. Uh, Amber. Amber. I think it's a good topic. And I hope but that it. the rest of the industry hears our hot takes on this. <laughs> hot Nexus, takes. Amber and Tanner and with Buggy the producer. If they want to, if Inside Radio wants to write this up and uh, get us some subs, I'll go for it. So. <laughs> we'll give you weird names, even though I said they were dumb. If you want them. If you want them. How many times have you been to the doctor this year? I've been one time. It was awful. And so uh, now it will be my turn to tell my story. And I finally did something that it's only taken me eight months to do. Y'all, I watched The Social Dilemma. I on still Netflix. haven't watched it. I've seen it. Show of hands, who has and hasn't seen it? Well, I have not. <laughs> show of hands, That's who hasn't technically has all of us, Dan. <laughs> I have not. I have not. Okay, who has seen it? Me and Tanner, you two have not seen it. Yes. Correct. So some of this will be with Tanner, but I still want your feedback on the topic. It has been, it's a movie that has been, if you don't know, it's on Netflix. It's a docudrama that is focused on your phone and social media and the impact that that has on your mental health, has on society in general, has on the actions you take in your life. And a very interesting concept, I think, and very apropos considering what's going on in the world right now. Uh, Considering so much of my work is on social media, I have had a number of people who are like, hey, I just saw a legit movie you need to see. Everyone has come at me like, you need to see this. You need to see this. Let me just tell you, the number one way to get me to not watch something is to tell me to see it because I need to see it. I'm not interested. I'm my own tastemaker. Stop telling me what I need to watch. I find my own All right. (laughs) Fine. I'll never recommend a movie to you ever again. (laughs) I don't know why. Sometimes, like... You're welcome for recommending The Mandalorian. That was good. This is coming from the guy that's favorite movie is what, like Rocket Space or something? The Rocketeer? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I tell people to watch movies. They don't tell me. I'm my own tastemakers. I think Die Hard's the best movie ever. It is. Can we talk about how he made a whole post on the website today (laughs) that says Dano's favorite movie is back? And I was like, no one cares. Oh, people care. It says Dano's favorite movie in the title. Yeah. (laughs) So I watched this. I watched. I finally broke down and watched The Social Dilemma. So I finally broke down and watched The Social Dilemma. And I do recommend, as much as I hate it, I do recommend watching it. Because I think it does ask some, some really interesting <laughs> questions. You can't say don't recommend anything to me, but then recommend something to someone. Oh, I but can, he can. I can when I just said don't I do the recommending. I'm my own tastemaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you even need to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but I am. Don't worry about the facts. Worry about your feelings. All right. And okay. How you feel is that I'm right. Now, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm being facetious. It's worth watching. Are you? I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm not saying I don't take recommendations from people. I'm just saying, don't you don't you get bugged when people are always like, you need to watch this. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like, God, something else I to do, I don't know anyone man. like that. You don't get people up in your grill oh, telling you to watch if stuff my all family the time? tries to tell me that I need to watch Taylor. Downton Abbey one yeah. more time. 
Ugh. I might stab someone. So good. Game of Thrones, never watching it. Every other day I have something for Amber to watch. I'm like, today I was like, I've seen it. And you were like, what did you say? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, Amber, you got to watch this TV show. There's a hamburger and it has ketchup. And it's like, where's the mustard? <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, Dan, what were you saying? So Chicago 7? Maybe I'm being a little no, rude. No, social dilemma. I'm being I'm being a little rude. So I'm being a little rude. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll dial it back. You're right. I do. It's good to make recommendations. And I am going to recommend that we check out The Social Dilemma. It's a little bit of a conspiracy movie, frankly. It goes really far. And it features a lot of interviews with people who worked at Twitter, Facebook, Google, Firefox, every single tech company, Pinterest, all high up. People. All the companies oh, yeah. that made this area way too expensive. Correct. So ton of, and and they're all former, former, former. None of them are all working there anymore. And basically, they're all saying they're really worried about the work that they did and the impact that it's having on society. So it's a little bit of a conspiracy movie, in my opinion, because it's not it's not a documentary. A documentary tries to present both sides or tries to present at least some contradictory evidence. It's all one-sided. The movie starts with a quote from Aristotle that's like, I unleashed a monster into the world and couldn't get it back or something like that. It's like, Ugh. It asks some interesting questions and makes some interesting points about how addicted we all are to our phones, what is being done with that data, how much of your privacy you're really willing to let out there, some of the chaos that has ensued, and it really it sort of indicates, it thinks, that the division that we're feeling in the country right now is a result of social media. So, Tanner, you've seen the movie. What was your reaction to seeing it? Well, I thought it was very important for a lot of people to see. I think after watching, I was like, I hope every teenager watches this. It's been a minute since I've watched it, but a teen was going through a breakup or something like that, and Instagram was pulling up pictures of his ex to, like, stalk and all of just kind of the the day to day for teens having the world at their fingertips and what that does to them mentally and that will change them and also it'll kind of put us in these bubbles where we'll get put you know either far to the left or far to the right and we start adopting ideas that we don't necessarily agree with but we're just going more and more extreme because the internet the more you poke out and the more you you are unique the more people you'll get to you. Yeah. Mm. And so that's what I found the most interesting and just how it messes with our minds, the algorithms and throwing in ads. And we are the product. We are the product. And, and that's just something that I'm sitting with. And I, I love social media. You know, I love Facebook, Instagram. Not really a Twitter guy, but I get it. I love social media. That's what makes it so difficult to absorb. Something that's been interesting that I found out about after the fact. Have you, uh, Amber, Jen, have you at least seen the trailer? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, because I remember a guy saying, I'm one of the people that like, invented or helped invent Facebook, and I, I regret it every day because I think it ruined the world or something like that, right? Yeah, I've seen, I saw the trailer when it first came out. And there's like a guy with red hair and a beard. You know, have you ever seen that guy? Sure. His name is Tristan Harris. He's sort of at the center of the whole thing. I was familiar with him because he basically laid out this whole case in a 60 Minutes episode already that I saw maybe two years ago. Basically took that episode and made a movie out of it. He's from Santa Rosa. Oh. Well, okay then. Used to be a Gmail engineer. Uh, went to Sonoma uh, Country Day School and uh, just lost a house in the glass fire. Oh, wow. So That's really sad. Wow. That's sad. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy, yes. Like I said, I don't 100% agree with him, but he's super passionate about like not being involved in your phone. His Instagram has five posts, 
and they're all old. I want to shout him out. I think that's really cool for Sonoma County that someone so passionate is pursuing it so that's seriously, awesome. which is really cool. Uh, but just curious on, on on thoughts from the room on addiction to, to phones and whether it's real or whether it's ca the cause of the division in society or whether the division is not even really there. I think that it's definitely real. I was a early social media person. You know, I had Facebook when you could only have Facebook if you went to a college. Mm -hmm. Yep, same. You know, I had MySpace. I got, I mean... I got Twitter right away. I got Instagram right away. And I used them all regularly for a very long time. Uh, as I've gotten older and the fact that we use it for work, I hate it. I love Twitter. I absolutely love Twitter. But, like, I don't have my notifications on for Facebook or no. Instagram. No. Uh, I post, I've, I've posted on Instagram two times this year. And that's it. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't use it very often. It's, you know, I used anything I've posted in the last year and a half was of my cat, Moo, pretty much. R.I.P. R.I.P., my oh, little baby. Um, I just, I think the biggest thing for me, my biggest hatred is Facebook. Because all of a sudden, bro you went to high school with, who does not know the difference between your and your oh my God. is a scientist and knows exactly <laughs> what they are talking about. Preach! Scientist. He's been doing his research, though, to give him credit. You know, and he shares on what? The Onion? Like, doing some research. Shares an article from, like, Critical Thinking <clears throat> for WestThinkersUnited.com. And it's like, dude, that's not a credible source, bro. Like, what yeah, are you it's, doing? It's the sharing of the disinformation by people who aren't smart. Yeah. That's what Facebook has become. And then they talk like they're the smartest person in the and room. And you know they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, not even in the top 100 in the room full of 70 people. <laughs> it's like, dude, I saw you in my junior year English class and you breathe with your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's my issue with social media. Sorry, I, don't I love think it. Jen and I were talking about a specific person in our lives. <laughs> you guys okay? <laughs> Dude, I am pro mute, delete, block. Yeah. It's your own space. It's your social media. And wow. if I don't want to see you, I'm not going to. Yeah, hey, Scott I H. from high that. school. I hit that block. What's up? Who? Scott H. That's Who? all I'm going to say. Is this a real person? This is a real God, person. Tanner is just <laughs> dropping names. And He's like, you remember when you gave me bodies. the wedgie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get wedgies, dude? Amber, you addicted. <laughs> he wore a cape to school. Of course he got wedgies. <laughs> I was probably born in a wedgie. <laughs> Sorry, yes, Dan. Are you addicted to your phone, Amber? I would say that I can be, but I've been getting notifications like the this past year, like since 2020 started, that my uh, phone time has gone down like a percentage and it keeps going down. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I'm watching a lot of TV. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> I'm just not on my phone. But I think like, it's going off of what Jen said. It's very similar. Like when I was younger, it was very important to me. Like I had MySpace. I was like addicted to checking my MySpace bullets. Remember how cool it was to create your profiles on MySpace? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got your. Gotta own, get like, your music on there. Yeah. Glitter. I do wish Facebook had that. That's like the one you, thing I was like, y'all need to see my dope playlist. <laughs> H, you could HTML code, but anyway, uh, as I was saying, uh, I think that as we've gotten older, stuff like that, instant gratification and. The, the ability to accept yourself rather than have other people accept you goes away. So like 
you are more confident. I feel like as you get older and you stop caring what other people think about you, but that's what social media is. Um, you get that instant gratification that people like you, people think you look cute in this photo or people care about what you're doing every single day. And now that I'm like, you know, almost 30, I'm like, what? Like, I don't care what other people are doing. Like, (laughs) I don't think anyone else cares what I'm doing. But on the other side, on the flip side, I think social media is great, especially for us in this industry, because we have such a better way of connecting with our listeners and with our fans or, you know, just ordinary everyday people that want to participate in the show, but, you know, are at work and can't call in. And it's just been a fantastic resource for us, like as radio hosts. But I think social media has been one of our biggest tools as a new morning show. As a tool, it's fantastic. But as in personal use, exactly, it seems to be more detrimental than it is positive. Yeah, there's all those, there's all that research, like probably they says that in the documentary that it's bad for mental health. I mean, it's just point blank that it is, and I don't know why we can't just, like, figure it out or stop. Well, and that's, that's my issue with the movie is that it's only about the negative stuff, and there is bad negative stuff. I mean, I think they, they started showing stats that, like, um, teen suicide for girls between 10 and 14 is up 150% over the last 10 years after being very steady for a long time. You know, stuff like that is just like, whoa. And stuff like people are getting plastic surgery to look like Snapchat filters. That's what freaks me out. But then there's no acknowledgement of all of the good stuff that also happens with the people right. reconnecting that never would have been able. Literally, like, it used to be hard to find people. Like, like what they, do you do? Grab a phone book? I, people would just be lost. Where did they go? I, You know, I'm trying That's to all. find my uncle. I'm trying to find. And you just don't know where they are. You know, you go with higher private investigators, and now you can solve it in six seconds on Facebook. Murders have been solved on Facebook. I yeah. just saw a headline. I forgot to read the article, but a girl used TikTok to solve her sister's murder, and I was like, saving that for later. What? I wanna, where is that? It was an L Magazine article. I gotta see. <laughs> and not to talk about my running all the time, but I've had 11 people reach out to me on Instagram and say, you motivated me. You got me inspired. Thank you so much for posting all your workouts and your running. I'm, I went for a walk today. I went and did this today. Yeah. Like, and, and that cool. motivates me to work, to work out more because I know that people are watching it and getting something out of it more. And so it's, it's, there's some good right there, but that doesn't get counted for. So I think it's, I was thinking about this. I was at in and out not too long ago. Getting a milkshake. Yeah. De-stressing. Yeah. In my, in my feels. Canceling out all the running. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> I wasn't alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen to Kids Bop Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> <laughs> and they have, uh, they have at all, at every in and out when you're standing there at the register, they have the glass box with their merch inside. And inside are usually the t-shirts. And the t-shirts uh, feature like a very brightly colored view of three cars and a sunset and like in and out burger, right? And I was sitting there, I was like, think about the adoration that we had and the absolute astonishment people had for cars in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. These are like the coolest thing ever. Nobody sat there and looked at the car like, God, these are causing suicides. Like, they just people love, still love cars. You would never, in 30, 50, 90 years, there's never going to be an in and out t shirt with a cell phone on the back and a burger. Like, I do think there's hey, something different about You never know. 
there's 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 something different about this device that is a little creepy to some people. As much as I know, I'm, we're saying both sides, but I, there is no one has that love like oh my phone. I'm gonna paint it. I think what freaks <laughs> me out more is where is it going to go? Because into your brain, Amber, look at your wrist. Dano, look at your wrist. You guys have trackers on your wrist that could you know read text messages for. I don't Somebody know which could solve you... my murder with this, though. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah, I have to murder you first. But, but... you could find me. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> like, just 10 years ago, we had the the Razor. Do you guys remember the Razor cell phone <laughs> and how big of a deal it was to have the LG Razor? Wait. Think about That was just 10 minutes that ago. That was it... a Motorola Razor. Oh, whatever. Get it right. And, and it's back, by the way. Get the, it uh, right. Or uh, maybe I'm thinking of the LG Chocolate, if you guys remember Oh, I do that. remember that. Wasn't like a, what was that? A little I don't know. slider. It was, it was very thin. A little slider. Yeah, but that was that was what 10, 15 years ago, and mm-hmm. technology is only developing faster and faster and exponentially. So where are we gonna be in ten years? That's what freaks me out. Is, yes. Is I think like life is with technology is just going to pause for the rest of our lives, and then something new comes out that we all have to have. What's the next thing going to be? Are we gonna? Is Google Glass gonna actually become a thing? We wear glasses. That's a whole computer screen's in front of us. I don't mm, know. No, they've canceled it. Oh well. <laughs> I thought um, it was cool. I thought it was cool too. It's considered yeah. too socially unacceptable. Actually, so that was a ca- that was a case of it being dialed back. I know you okay. do have to get. Going. I'm fine. Okay. Because uh, she's the last one to go, and she has to go. <laughs> Jen's so got to get to like, the doctor's appointment. <laughs> so we could probably go on for a while, but I watched the movie. Um, I encourage you to watch the movie. I recommend it. And uh, I will not be watching it because you recommended it to me. I'm the tastemaker. I'm curious if you end up watching it. If if you end up watching it, I'm curious your feedback. And shout out to Tristan Harris uh, from Santa Rosa. Very cool. Very cool. Congrats on your success, and uh, you're welcome to come on the pod, bro. We'll call you Squirt. Get in here, (laughs) Jen, or producer Butthead. You in in moments you will be at a doctor's visit, but right now you only have zero visits, so you're up last. Well, hello everybody. Hello. Uh, I, I believe I've talked to Amber and Tanner about this, but I have adopted two kittens. (gasps) Oh, yeah, baby. So I am, we've had them for about a month now. We've just been getting used to having kittens because we never had kittens. Moo was probably about nine months when we got her. These two were about eight to nine weeks when we got them. The 3 a.m. play sessions, (laughs) it's a thing, keeps me up. But we have a little boy. His name is Tig. He looks kind of like a tiger or a tigger. But he also, when he walks, he looks like if he were a human, he'd be a very short man covered in tattoos who rides a bicycle, like a motorcycle. So we named him Tig after the character in Sons of Anarchy. And then we have... I haven't seen that show. No one has recommended it to me. It's it's one of my favorites, but the ending is crap. Same with Dexter. Also, Dexter's coming back. Side note. Same with Lost. Um... And then we have a little girl. Her name is Dinah. She's a monster. And I'm going to play you a little audio. My brother babysat them while we were on vacation. And uh, you have to hear what she sounds like. And what is she doing there? What's wrong with her? That she has a very Kim Carnes raspy voice. 
Did you get your cat from Jurassic Park? (laughs) (laughs) So she doesn't meow like that all the time, but that's the, I have heard motion in the kitchen that sounds like you might be giving us wet food. Therefore, I am starving and I can't believe you're not feeding me right now. In the film Alien versus Predator, <laughs> is she the alien or the which one? It depends. There. <laughs> it's cool at Halloween, but how's it going to be in July? No, it's she really only does it when we're getting ready to feed her the wet food. Aww. But they uh, come from different litters, so they had just met each other like four minutes before we took them home. So the first twenty-four to forty-eight hours was a lot of hissing. Oh, yeah. But they are best friends. Obviously, they, you know, fight and battle and destroy each other's tails. But Mm -hmm. they cuddle together, and they are super precious. Tig is a super Mama Katie's boy. That's She gets home and sits on the couch, and he's like, okay, I am going to nap now on the couch with her. And then Dinah is just like, I have heard a noise, and I'm going to go investigate. She has a little bit of, like, anxiety. If something's going on, she has to be a part of it. So she'll, like, be falling asleep, but then she's got to wake up. And <laughs> I heard something. Where did Oh, you went to the bathroom? Hi. Your cat sounds so much like mine. Yeah, it's- so it's been having the not hearing, like, the kitten, like, the paw prints and the meows and stuff was, like, that was weighing on me a lot after we lost Moo. And we saw these two. We got them through Dogwood Animal Rescue, who's just fantastic. They worked with us and they still, you know, check in with us. And it's just been kind of nice. You know, you wake up in the morning and there's a little kitten cuddling you and it's very nice. And so it's been a nice little addition to our family. I'm Neutered? for you. Uh, not yet. So you got a boy and a girl? I got a boy and a girl. You ready to have a few more? Nope. Because they, uh, they got about a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no babies. Yeah, don't do Because that. I will keep them all, and that is a problem. Yeah. And then yeah. Jen will just walk around like a mama duckling with just like six like, cats Sorry, I have her. to quit my job. I'm a full-time cat mom to my 53 cats. Yeah, I don't know if cat lady would fit you well. Oh, pff, yes, it would. I mean, for what you need to be doing in your life. <laughs> well, no, not for what I need to be what doing. Is she, what, what does she need to be doing? I just, you know, there's those things that are just, or I don't there, there, <laughs> there's those things that you, I think you'd fall too easily into. Like I would, I would probably be a very, alcoholism. Like yeah. Me? Alcoholism. Mm. I'd be a very good I competitive could, eater. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, just because you're good at it doesn't mean you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It's One. like, am I good at eating Taco Bell every day? Absolutely. Yeah. But should I do it? Absolutely. <laughs> because you do. Yeah. I interrogated him today on air, and that was one of the questions. I was like, how much Taco Bell do you actually eat a week? I said one and a half times a week. That is a lie. No, I've actually been doing really well. Jen, the cats. Sorry. Favorite, <laughs> the favorite toy you've bought for your cat. Ooh, great question. Um, <laughs> we... We got one of those little like tunnels, but has three. Yes. Oh yeah. And then there's a hole in the middle, and then one of the sides has like a little like ball toy hanging from it, and they go absolutely ape over it. <laughs> and then we have I got these little mice from like Target, mm-hmm. and the little orange one mm. is just Dinah carries it with her because she won't she. Tig can't play with it, and she will carry it to the couch with her. She will carry it into bed with her. It's like her, she destroys it, but it's her baby. Here's a question from one 
cat lover to another. Are they chasers with toys or are they hunters with toys? When you throw something, do they chase oh. it or do they are they just kind of independent? Uh, both. I mean, if you throw something, they're running. And thank God I don't have downstairs neighbors right now. Yeah. But they'll also just, you know, be moseying around and be like, oh, pop, 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 and go crazy over it. So they're still really young. How so old are they right now? Did I you think, say that already? Uh, they're probably around 12 weeks right oh, now. Oh, God, that's that's so fun. Little. Yeah. They're little. Yeah. I feel bad I step on them because they just show up out of nowhere. And then there's like, <laughs> well, that's a great surprise. I didn't know that you were going to say that. Yeah. So we had we haven't like posted about it on social media or anything. We wanted to really make sure that like they were a good fit for us, a good fit for each other. Uh, we were originally going to get Tig and another cat, but that cat just wasn't putting on weight and wasn't getting along with Tig. So they weren't playing. So that kind of fell through, but Dinah kind of fell in our lap perfectly and they just work so well together. So Yay. now I have kittens. So happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, we miss our Moo. We have our pictures of Moo up mm. in the house, but we love them as much as we God. need to. So happy. <laughs> Another episode of Inside Froggy 92.9 in the Whew. books. Jen is off to go for her first doctor's visit of the year. I'm sure you'll have some lovely time in the waiting room. I'm going to read that article about TikTok. The the owner of the radio station is here, Lawrence. Hey, Lawrence! Hi. We're doing the podcast, Lawrence. Something on the podcast. What? Oh! <laughs> I've been married 20 years. I know how to take orders. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? That's good. <laughs> that was good. That was good. We're out. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. 20 that was years, the, wow. That was the owner of the radio station. Got to get him on. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, Lawrence. Subscribe right now to the podcast by hitting subscribe on any platform you're on. You can also leave us a review, and we'll shout you out on the show for leaving a review. Thanks so much for checking us out. You can hear the next episode right now. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already, and stay up to date with the team on Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.